Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Kriebendruck Stock Market News. In this podcast, I summarize and explain every trading day so that you can spot the bull in every scenario. Today is Wednesday, the 29th of March, 2023. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Let us start by talking about what was happening on Wall Street today. There certainly is a lot of uncertainty in the market right now. There are simply so many different scenarios that can be anticipated. Will we get a recession? Will we get a soft, a hard or no landing at all? Will we see a credit crunch soon? The data certainly does point in a, in a direction of economic resilience. GDP forecasts are rising, consumer confidence, confidence is in a good shape, earnings are better than expected. What outcome should we expect in this uncertain scenario in this uncertain environment? Well, it is important to differentiate between the short and the long term. In the short term, I do believe that we are dealing with a no landing scenario. The economy is resilient, inflation remains sticky, and the Fed will stay hawkish, most likely. However, in the long run, I do expect monetary policy and the tightening of financial conditions to have a significant effect on the economy. And that will also be the period when we will start seeing inflation clearly move to the 2% target. I believe that there are three main scenarios that we can expect going forward. The first scenario is inflation will fall the economy remains resilient and the Fed can afford to be less hawkish, meaning that they will they might even cut rates this year. This would be a bullish scenario for markets, but in my opinion, it is unlikely because in order to get inflation back to the 2% target, the economy and especially the labor market need to cool down. This first scenario could be considered a soft landing scenario because you see inflation come down while the economy re remains in a in a good shape. But even looking back at history, um, history tells us that this in general is a very unlikely scenario once you do allow inflation to run out of control. The second scenario is inflation remains sticky and the economy remains resilient. This is what I expect in the short term to happen, or especially throughout the rest of this year. This is a no landing scenario where the Fed will stay hawkish, meaning that they will keep rates at a higher level for longer because inflation remains high and the economy remains resilient at the same time. And the third scenario is we will start seeing a significant we will start seeing significant economic weakness and inflation falls. This would be a hard landing scenario and I believe that this certainly is in the long run a likely scenario. So we will get a combination between scenario 2 and 3. 2 is more likely to be in the short term and 3 is more long term oriented. I expect a combination, like I said, of scenario one and two. In the short term, we will see inflation remain sticky and the economy will remain resilient while the Fed will stay hawkish. And in the long run, we will see monetary policy have a full effect on the economy, which will cause economic weakness. But inflation will, of, co of course, also come, come down in this scenario, in this environment of economic weakness. It is absolutely incredible to me how much uncertainty there currently is in the market. Within a couple of months, you just look back um, to, to January 2023 or even December 2022, 
we have gone through anticipating many different scenarios. Bank of America used to believe that we will see job losses of as, of as high as 175,000 jobs per month in January of this year. Obviously, we are still very, very far away from that. The job market remains incredibly resilient, especially looking at jobless claims, which we will, of course, get another round of tomorrow. Everybody seems to be anticipating economic weakness. People are looking at the very high amount of interest rate hikes we have seen in this current interest rate hike cycle. And they believe that this, of course, must cause economic weakness eventually. The bull story used to be fully based on the fact that we will see economic weakness, which would allow Wall Street to keep talking about a Fed pivot and engineer a rally on the stock market by doing so this is i talked about this a lot back in december 2022 however we still don't see weak economic data instead we are seeing consumer confidence rise gdp growth in this quarter is now expected to be 2.5 percent and the market at the beginning of this year was expecting zero percent of uh, gdp growth in this quarter so it's definitely a very, very significant um, increase in, in expected uh, growth of GDP, which just shows that the economy is still in a very uh, good state. Hence, I must agree with uh, Jay Powell when he says that we are very data dependent. It is incredibly hard to predict anything at the moment. We must look at the data and form an opinion based on that. What makes this incredibly hard is the fact that monetary policy affects the economy with a significant lag. And given that we are seeing the fastest interest rate hike cycle in history, it is important to take those lags very seriously. However, it is hard to anticipate when monetary policy will fully affect the economy. And that creates a very large amount of uncertainty amongst investors and, of course, also uh, policymakers, which are very um, reactive at the moment instead of being more on the proactive side which which usually is preferred when um, trying to engineer a, a a soft landing a hard landing a no landing in in this case let us now move from the macroeconomic perspective to the more microeconomic topics of today we will start by talking about the company micron bank of america raised its outlook for the stock of micron today to 68 dollars it is true that the results were worse than expected but Micron is planning on reducing production in order to ensure that demand is not above supply. It is expected that the bottom has been reached of uh, total um, earnings and, and revenue, that the low point of, uh, of, of um, earnings report that we have seen from Micron and the outlook for the rest of the year for Micron will be better. It is expected that the demand will increase in the second half of the year. So even though the results have been relatively or actually very bad, conditions are expected to improve. And that is pulling the Micron stock up and also the rest of the chip industry as well. Today's trading day basically was a continuation of yesterday. Stocks have been performing relatively well and stocks within the banking sector are sending mixed signals, but we have not heard any other bad news from the banking industry, which currently is a good sign. Capital and liquidity requirements for large banks are expected to be increased by the US government in the future in order to avoid any potential defaults. It definitely seems to be the case that we are more likely to expect 
the worst than to be caught off guard by any major crises. We have seen the same trend in 2022, which is very interesting. Um, and at the at the beginning of 2023, when the whole bull story, like I previously said, of Wall Street was based on the fact that Wall Street expected economic weakness, because that would ultimately allow them to keep talking about a Fed pivot. pivot. So we are more likely to expect things to be too too bad in, instead of you know being caught off guard by by any uh, weakness within the economy the same thing happened with the bankruptcy of the silicon valley bank and uh, what happened to um, um credit suisse the market was very quick in believing that this event would cause policy implications for the federal reserve but we have seen fed officials and also andrew bailey from the boe say that the recent events in the banking sector are not systemic issues and they will not undermine the Fed's ability to keep fighting against inflation. Bank of America also sees Lululemon as a buying opportunity right now, and that does say a lot about the um, expected strength of the consumer and the economy as a whole. Inventory is expected to remain relatively high at a growth of around 30 to 35%, but it is expected that Lululemon will not have to rely on discounts and that uh, we will see inventory normalizing in the future. If that is true, then the pressure on profit, profit margins will definitely decrease, which of course will benefit the stock of Lululemon. The reopening of China is also expected to have a positive effect on Lululemon. In fact, China's reopening is expected to have a positive effect on most luxury brands because it essentially means that demand will increase for major luxury brands. Let us now take a look at the at how the major indices, U.S. indices, performed today. The S&P 500 finished the trading day clearly in the green by 1.4%. The Nasdaq 100 was up by 1.9% and the Dow Jones Industrial Average up by around 1%. The challenge in 2023 will certainly lie in trying to predict what will happen while there are there seem to be so many arguments for every scenario. If, if for example, if, if somebody would out of the blue ask me uh, to, to make an argument for a bull market, right? You could say, well, we have this incredibly... A resilient economy, which of course should should cause optimism amongst investors and cause equities to rise. But on the other hand, if somebody would ask me, well, what do you expect going ahead um, in 2023 and what do you expect in the long term? I would say it's definitely not a bull market because inflation still is way too high and the Fed will stay hawkish until um, the economy shows some sign of weakening, which is necessary in order for inflation fall back to 2%. So they're kind of, like I said before, when I stated the three different scenarios that are out there, there's, there seems to be this, this case where there, there is an argument for every scenario, which of course makes it very, very hard to predict what essentially will happen in the future. So at the core, we really must remember to to look at economic data and at the same time keep in mind that monetary policy, especially when considering that this is probably the fastest interest rate hike cycle in history coming back from an era of easy money, um, the lack of monetary policy is significant. And we must remember that when we are looking at the very, very resilient economic data at the moment.
Let us now take a look at Europe. Statements made by the ECB chief economist Philip Lane have caused optimism amongst European investors. Philip Lane's comments fueled hope of a less aggressive interest rate policy in the future by the ECB. In an interview with the German newspaper Zeit, he explained that the ECB expects a quick drop in inflation looking ahead. In Europe, we have also seen property stocks bounce back today. As I said previously, tech stocks in Europe have, have also caused the benchmark indices to rise because of stocks like Micron and Infineon today. Lululemon has also caused optimism amongst investors in Europe. Let us take a look at how the major European indices performed today. I also see a lot of green on my screen. The FTSE increased by around 1.07%. The DAX was up by around 1.2%. And the stocks 600 up by 1.3%. What we have seen in Europe throughout the trading day has also been the market settling down. And I talked about this in yesterday's episodes. The episode, the market settling down from the recent events we have seen in the banking sector. The UBS stock increased significantly today after the news being released that Sergio Amotti is returning as a CEO to the company. UBS finished the trading day up by 3.72%. Infineon finished the day up by a whopping 6.8%. And it was also pulled up by the news we, we heard from Micro, the, the better outlook, um, improvements in demand um, going, going ahead expected uh, throughout the rest of this year. Tomorrow will be a very interesting day in Europe. The clothing company H&M will release first quarter results. Those results will say something about the strength of the consumer. We will also get Eurozone consumer confidence data in Spain and Germany will release CPI data. And looking at the CPI data, the core uh, CPI will be very, very important because you know central banks keep stressing the importance of core inflation data in the u.s core pce is very important in europe uh, um, core data is, is of course very important as well core uh, cpi data basically excludes prices from food and energy which tend to be very 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 volatile expecting especially when considering how volatile prices have been within within commodities so the core data is, is going to be very important and there will be a lot of focus on that from ecb officials and investors as well those will all be events that will be shaping tomorrow's trading day and the Kriependruck stock market news will of course report about all of these events tomorrow at around 11 p.m. European Standard Time. Let us now take a look at some of the individual values today. The CBOE volatility index reached its lowest value today in three weeks, indicating that we are experiencing less volatility this week. The euro was little unchanged at 1.0840 US dollars. The yield on the 10-year treasury was also little unchanged and uh, was also little changed and remained at 3.57% after we saw a very large increase in the yield on the 10-year treasury yesterday. Germany's 10-year yield advanced another four basis points to 2.33%. West Texas Intermediate Crude could not continue to gain today and it fell by around three-tenths of a percent to $72.97 a barrel. And the gold futures fell by around four-tenths of a percent to $1,982 an ounce. 
And before we wrap things up for today, another interesting event today were comments from Jay Powell when asked by lawmakers on Wednesday when the Fed will stop raising interest rates. Fed Chair Jerome Powell cited Fed officials' expectation for another quarter point increase this year in interest rates, according to Bloomberg News. Yet traders are estimating a 50-50 chance that the change will take place Um at the Fed's next meeting in May. So there's only a 50-50% chance, according to traders, that the Fed will raise interest rate again, raise interest rates again um, at the next meeting in, in May instead of uh, opting for a pause this time. The market is in total expecting rate cuts this year of around 100 basis points, which in my opinion is giving the sticky inflation and given the Brazilian economy a very unrealistic scenario. And I believe that the Fed will disappoint markets. The Fed will keep rates at a high level throughout this year and will not uh, back down, in my opinion. So the expectation of 100 basis points of rate cuts will is eventually just like it did when we moved from kind of 2022, more, um, uh, October, November, December, we did see a lot of downward pressure on equities because the Fed was simply more hawkish than it was pri than was being priced in by markets. So it will be very interesting to see how, how that develops. But essentially, I believe the market is being too optimistic about uh, Fed rate cuts. And that is it for today's uh, summary of the Kriebentrock stock market news. Tomorrow, another episode, very interesting episode, will be released. We will cover a lot of interesting economic data. And also the earnings coming from H&M will be a very interesting event that will be uh, uh, worth covering. If you enjoy these episodes, it, I would really appreciate if you could subscribe. Have a great night and see you tomorrow. <laughs>